Hello everybody, this is the Mystery Book Discussion Group and it is 5 o'clock or a little after on Sunday, February 23rd, 2014 and we are discussing Live Flesh by Ruth Rendell and I have a very strong feeling that this is going to be quite an interesting discussion. Um, at least I hope it's going to be. Um, and as I usually do when starting a new book for discussion, I want to poll everybody and say, did you like it? Did you not like it? And why? Okay, I'll jump in with True Confessions. I gave it about an hour and a half. Could not stand anything about it. I normally like, I think, Graham Malcolm, who's doing the narrating. I like him. I mean, he's fine. But I, I just, the, the main character, it seemed to be, was going to be the guy that shot the cop at the beginning. And I got tired of hearing about his electric blanket or electric current that flew through him whenever he uh, uh, heard a girl talking and stuff and decided he was uh, you know, a low life I didn't really care to read about. So I got about as far as when he went to visit his aunt and uh, just said, eh, I got better things to do. So I punted. Well, I read it all. Um, there wasn't a person in there who I could say I liked. Um, my, my psychology degree said they were interesting. Um, Victor was just pathetic. Um, his reaction to David was poor pitiful me and I'm here to tell you that uh, David wasn't having an easy time either and, um, and but I heard a little more than I needed to about uh, about how, how uh, David and his girlfriend couldn't do it um, um, it, it struck me as um, it was it was okay. Um, I guess I could say he got his just desserts, but uh, he should have gotten more intentionally than he did. I mean, I don't know. It just and it wasn't a book that I'm going to keep in my mind for a long time. And I usually like Ruth Rendell, but this time it just didn't come across. I uh, enjoyed the book. I do like Ruth Rendell. Of course, there's a lack of um, of excitement and uh, uh, all the uh, um, car chases and shoot 'em ups and all of that stuff. It's all psychological, and we see uh, Victor. Um, and and I um I don't have to like anybody to enjoy reading a book. I can hate them all, and enjoy the story. <laughs> so liking a, a character or not liking, I think has nothing whatsoever to do whether you like the book or not. Um, but uh, uh, <laughs> there were parts that were a little draggy, but uh, we see. We see Victor going through his psychological menage, 
and um, uh, uh, of course, unfortunately, he never did uh, get caught for any of the rapes that he did, which is truly unfortunate, but uh, I enjoyed it. Well, I didn't like it at all. I got three chapters into it, said I've heard enough of this guy moaning and groaning about his life. Um, I didn't like, you know, I, th I thought he was a low life. I was afraid David, I guess David is Freeman, the cop that got shot. I didn't think I was going to like that. I found it, the narration, draggy. And I've got so many things to read. Uh, I have to really enjoy a book to read it. So I didn't like it either. And I'm not liking the the, the trend in mysteries and other books, just not just mysteries, for violence and, and doing nasty things to people. Um, that's one of the things that started turning me off... Uh, the Lincoln Rhyme series. I read The Bone Collector and I just didn't like the thing, some of the things that happened in that book. Well, I'm guilty as charged. I was the one that chose this book and I loved it. I love Ruth Rendell's ability to get deeply into the psychological ramifications of people not quite getting what other people are talking about. In other words, misunderstanding things. Uh, people, uh, it seems to be um, uh, a, a thing that happens in a lot of her books that um, you sort of have the, the people that know what's going on, but they don't quite, nobody really bothered to understand or try to understand what was going on with Victor. Um, and also, Victor didn't have the capacity to understand or he didn't want to understand um, how other people felt and, and there was a lot of anger in the book, which, of course, there was because of what happened. Um, I love the way she writes. Um, I, as I have said before, I don't care for the Lieutenant Wexford or maybe he's a sergeant now, but I love her, uh, <clears throat> her books that are based on people, human relations, and that kind of thing. I really love this book. And I love Grim Malcolm's reading. I thought he really did a great job, too. I really dislike this book. And I have a bad habit. I, I can't seem to not read a book once I start. That isn't quite true, but it's almost true. So I read the whole thing, and the only good thing about it that I could find was the way he died. I thought that was wonderful. Um, I guess the truth is I don't like books where the main character is psychologically damaged to a great extent to begin with. Because then I don't think he's even responsible and can even be judged by our standards. So I guess what Joni likes is what I really dislike. 
I do like the psychological. That's why I stuck with it, because Victor was an interesting case. I saw him as a a guy really needing help. I didn't like what he did. And, I mean, I was, I was very mixed about the book. Um, I didn't like what he did, but she made me understand what, um, what caused it, what all of the the things were, and so I mean, I, I guess on the whole, I really did like it because it was, um, again, that psychological study which pulls me in every time. Oh yeah, I I enjoy psychological studies, as I said, um, whether I like a main character or any of the characters has very little to do. In fact, for me, nothing to do with whether I like the story. With me, the um, uh, I like good entertainment, and um, I find it in all kinds of forms. And this was <laughs> this was entertaining to me. Well, you all know how I feel about this book. I wrote to you. I gave you a fair warning. I feel about this book the same way Alan feels about this book. Um, I tried, I honestly did, guys. I tried reading um, a little bit today, and I just couldn't get any farther. I, I read maybe about 20 pages more than I had started with, and I just couldn't. It just... I think what what and I I really think it is important for me when I read a book I have to care about the characters. I really do. I have to uh care about the characters which means that I care about the story and that I care what happens to the people in the story. And in this case he was so he was so damaged he was so uh, repulsive to me I just I could not and I didn't care why he did what he did I I really don't care I, I have to say that so I got about two hours in, and I just bagged it. I'm sorry, Joni. I, you know, but it's interesting. Some psychological fiction is very good. I don't know if you remember our reading *The Skull's Bridal* um, by Minette Walters. Did we read that? I know we read it in the other book book club, but. Um, now that was quite the story because it had interesting people. I wasn't interested in a psychological study of this guy. I just, oh. <laughs> Sorry. The Scold's Bridal didn't do a thing to me, although I read it. Um, <laughs> um, welcome, Deb. Uh, I I don't think people saw that you came in, and we hope you read the book. Oh, I'm just going to jump in real quick, and then Deb can talk because, uh, yeah, I agree with Ann entirely. And I, I'm I'm the opposite of Bob. If I if I don't like the characters, uh, I I don't like the plot because it's uh, uh, to me the characters are the, are the integral part of the of the story. And if uh, 
uh, I've got to like or I got to feel some kind of kinship or something to like something about the the players to to enjoy the story. Uh, otherwise, I don't I don't get into it. And uh, I, I like I said, I, I didn't care for the the little bit of of time I gave to Mr. Psycholo the, the psychological analysis of the main character in this one. And I, I'm curious. So d they end up coming up with trying to come up with an excuse for why the guy is like he is. I guess y'all seem like some of y'all alluded to that. I, I would be curious as to to what they hung it on. I'm not going to answer that question, but I was going to say it's why so many of us didn't like the Dexter book. I think it, when it's, as Ansel aptly put it, when it's damaged goods to begin with, who cares? No, it's never brought up as to why he was the way he was. I mean, who cares? Uh, <laughs> he was a sick, f oh, whoops, <clears throat> but he was a sick dude. Um, that's what he was, and uh, uh, that's all there was to it. <laughs> I think it's interesting that um, several of us have said that we have to really like the characters in a book. I'm not sure that like is exactly what I would call it. Um, but I have to care what happens to them. And I have to agree with several of you. I really could not get into this either. I tried, and it just didn't work. And um, when I get to that point, I get to this thing where I say, well, life is too short for me to punish myself by reading something that I really, really don't like. And I found him sufficiently unpleasant that I just didn't want to bother. Now, I know that people who are damaged deserve to be understood as best you can, but not by me and not now. I think the word you're looking for is connect with the characters. I don't know that I necessarily care about them, but um, I have to connect to them. And I couldn't connect to this guy. Um, and I never got, you know, I never got far in and far into it enough to hear anything about the cop, so I can't say anything um, about him. But there just didn't seem to be that much in there that was worth reading. Um, I mean, the writing wasn't bad, but like I said, I have to connect with the character. Yeah, I think connect's probably a, a good way to put it, Marshall. Uh, I, I mean, the, the, the Dexter series, I mean, we read the first one of that, and and I'm sure the stories are interesting, and you know they've got interesting plot lines and stuff. But I just didn't really care for the fact that the guy was a serial killer, and uh, I didn't really connect with him. And and you know I got through that book and, and read through it, and you know and relatively enjoyed it. But I'm not gonna read anything else about it because I I I don't connect with the character, and I don't really want to hear any more about what his next you know uh, adventure is. Well, I think Bob Pran and I mostly always agree about the books that we like because we like dark things we like violence I mean I would never think that I would like violence and I love violence in books I don't like it in real life I don't like it um, um, well especially in TV and movies when you don't know what's going on but I do love it in books, and I do love to really um, delve into the 
as we said before, into the psychological, into the psychology of what people do, why they do the things they do, um, and um, um, but people know that I have a dark side, and this is, you know, when I see uh, violence or when I see serial killers, I order the book. I mean, I have never had anything to do with serial killers or killing of any kind, but that's me. And um, I guess if you like the comfy clothes, Marshall, but I mean, that's fine. But maybe you don't like mysteries and you think that you do. What kind of, I mean, what do you want from a mystery or a suspense? I guess there is a difference. Um, and I guess what I like is suspense. I am with you 100%. <laughs> if it says serial murderer, I grab the book. If it says violence, I'm right there. I would never commit violence. I'm one of the least violent people you could know, but I love to read about it. I have a little more problem with true crime, but not a whole lot. Um, <laughs> I um, I like suspense. That's my favorite genre. Um, uh, the cozies get old quickly. Um, well, I think I've said enough. Yeah, I I also like dark, dark horror, uh, dark. Uh, mysteries, um, um, supernatural, um, also uh, suspense is the best kind of mystery as far as I'm concerned, and um, I uh, I enjoy it. I don't have to connect uh, to anybody or anything. I just like uh, like Joni. It's it's uh, great entertainment. Well. I, I understand what you're saying, because normally I, I like violence. I mean, I, I love shoot-em-up, bang-bang stuff. Um, I mean, I'm, you know, and I love suspense. And uh, violence usually does not bother me at all, unless it's very personal, hand-to-hand, uh, -hand and very, very descriptive violence. I mean, explicit violence. Um, then I kind of kind of go ew, but um, you know, and I and I love action. That's that's my thing. I love action, um, and you know, I, f I found that I find that to be really good. And um, I, I, as I say, I love suspense. I also like the comfortable cozy every once in a while. And there's a wide range of mysteries. I mean, you can like comfortable cozies and not like, you know, suspense or, um, you know, the kind of suspense where, um, you know, you're reading about spies and, you know, spy thrillers and all that kind of stuff. You can you can just like comfortable cozies. And that's fine. Um, that's why mysteries are so interesting because there's such a wide range of of stuff within the genre. I mean, we've got everything from, you know, your Nancy Atherton all the way to, you know, psychological stuff all the way to, um, 
you know, the police police pr procedurals and, and so forth. Um, you know, it was just a wide range of stuff. So I think we can make, make a lot of folks happy. Um, you know, I, I was expecting this kind of discussion because I, I knew that we'd get a wide range of opinions. As a matter of fact, as you know, uh, Bob Acosta said he wasn't coming because he hated the book. I said, you should come anyway, even though you hated the book, because we need to hear why. And um, But he didn't come, so I'm kind of disappointed. But anyway, um, so uh, any other comments about um, our, our book for today? I would like to say, I don't like, I don't like it when I feel that the author has deliberately made a book more gruesome than it needed to be because I feel like the only reason they did it was to sell the book. And I hate to say this, Alan, but that's one of my objections to some of the Jack Reacher books. I think they go out of their way to be gruesome in places, and I don't like that. And by the same token, I guess I really don't like horror books because I would never order one, and I like a good mystery and it can be you know rough and all of that but I don't like true crime because I know that's that's really true where the mystery is just a book well the thing I don't like about violence well I can take violence sometimes but there are some kinds of violence and particularly against kind of innocence that I I don't particularly like I don't you know I don't like violence against women particularly rape or any other kind uh, the reason I didn't like the bone collector is this woman gets a is killed by us by live steam and I've heard what live steam does to human beings and I can't imagine of a much more horrible death that's what I meant by when I said I, I'm not particularly fond of the violence in the books. I realize that it, some of it has to be there, but I think it's getting just a little too extreme. And I don't like true, true crime either. Um, I get enough of that on the news, you know. We're still talking about, our news is still talking about a cop that was shot, or two cops that were shot, shot here a couple of weeks back and then you know the usual murders and other things and I'm, I, I get just a little tired of it. Joni I want to commend you on picking this book because it had it has had such a good discussion if everybody likes a book it is one of the most least inspiring <laughs> talks and and this is just fun. Oh Jill you don't need to, to to say anything to me about Reacher, you know, I, I understand different strokes for different folks. I, I mean, it does have maybe a little bit of gratuitous stuff in it, but uh, but I find most of the, I think the the violence that I find in the Reacher books, I like because I, I usually feel that the person on the receiving end is 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 justifiably getting uh, their butts kicked. But you know, that's me, and that's why I like it. So yeah, a couple of y'all mentioned that this guy. Uh, so how did this how did this character this psychologically damaged character in uh, 
uh, today's book end, end up dying? Does somebody want to give us a quick uh, uh, three-word uh, answer to that? Well, it would be better to have read up to how that happens, but uh, he tries to, uh, near the end, he tries, he's, he's so angry with David. Anyway, uh, he tries, uh, even though he hasn't raped anyone for some while, he's in the woods and uh, uh, tries to rape this girl, but he's unsuccessful. She's able to stab, uh, break her the mirror in her purse and is able to stab him in the chest with a sliver from it. But he continues on and uh, does some other things, kills his aunt and some other things. Well, uh, the upshot of the whole thing is that he um, uh, <coughs> is infected. He isn't taking care of the wound properly and uh, <laughs> dies of, the, of tetanus. Uh, they... Uh, uh, in the in the hospital, um, he's trying to uh, uh, kill some people in the hotel where he's staying, and he can't manage it and has a seizure, and the cops come, and that's the end for him. Oh yuck! <laughs> I'm glad I didn't finish the book, and I agree. As as to true crime, I don't like true crime. I never read it. I because, as you say, uh, Marshall, there's too much real crime going on, and no, I don't need to read about it except on the news. Bob, hello. Uh, do you want to tell us why you hated the book? No, I can't uh, even do that. I didn't get that far. I just don't like books of this nature. So uh, we, I want to come in to see how wonderful it is. I want to hear why I, I should keep going to the end and also to find out the next book. Well, if you came to to hear about how wonderful it is, you may just want to talk to Joni or, or Bob Pran or Mickey kind of liked it too. But the rest of us gave it a firm thumbs down and probably didn't get much further than you did. Uh, thanks for the recap, Bob Pran. That, 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 that's very helpful. Uh, uh, the guy really was seemed to be damaged because I mean, he started out being a rapist. And it sounds like he started killing. I, I suspect he was going to end up killing his aunt. It sounds like you confirmed that. So he just really, uh, really went off the deep end, and, and that's the thing. I, I, it, it's hard to, 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 for me, Alan, to get into a book where the guy is angry at a cop that he shoots at the beginning of it, uh, and apparently his anger continued to grow in the book, which has really kind of been. I guess he, the guy, didn't get out of the way of his bullet fast enough, so that made him matter. But uh, anyway. Well, he also took. David's girlfriend to bed and which just every every one of these people was flawed every one of them as as uh, as we all are had some flaw that um, was going to come out David's was his anger too with with um, Victor he was trying to be nice to him but he he couldn't quite do it and he was having pretty nasty thoughts, and then, then, then uh, Victor stalking David. I mean, that was pretty strange. 
but on the whole i think i think these these people these damaged people are damaged i mean they're they're and it's kind of a watch out you know um and i i did on the whole i'd give it a i'd give it an 85% i think if i were grading it well i as i said i enjoyed it i like psychological um stuff this had very little real action um no uh, and and but uh, a lot of exploring his dreams his mind uh, all this silly business with the wheelchair and uh, i suppose i identified a little bit with david uh in, in the last 3 4 years in a wheelchair which is uh, a new thing for me but uh anyway i uh and i also like true crime i read as much of it as as you know mix it up with the other stuff but i do enjoy true crime as well well thank god most of us aren't as flawed as as victor seemed to be and i can kind of think i can kind of understand why david was angry since uh uh he was doing his job at the beginning and got shot and paralyzed so uh uh, his seems to be a little more justified. I think um, I think it's kind of important that we note something here, and that is that even though many of us really don't like this book, um, it had to be well written for it to be so real. Um, and I also wanted to say one other thing. I thought it was kind of funny that the guy was so mad or was so upset because he told that guy he had a gun and it was loaded. Um, also, the well, I love true crime. I really do. Um, I don't like to see about and hear the crime stuff that goes on in the news. Maybe it's too real. But true crime... Um, I find that when I read true crime, um, I, I read some lately that just seems incredible that it really could happen. Um, another thing about uh, Victor, Victor is the kind of person who um, it was, uh, Victor would say, and I think he does say, that well, it was the cop's fault that he got shot because he was there, because he was in the way. And it's always somebody else's fault. They never take responsibility for uh, what they have done. And so, I mean, as I said before, there's a lot of anger in this book. And um, and I thought it was great. I, I, I'm glad that I've... I've uh, been the cause for such discussion today that it was so controversial. <clears throat> I'm glad I was able to do that for everyone. But I love Ruth Rendell, and I've said that before, and she just pulls me in to her books. I, I just feel that way about her. And that's my story, and by gosh, I'm sticking to it. I, too, was empathetic toward David, although um, he was a little bit, um, he was trying to be too good, and then, you know, aiming his, and, and, and 
I didn't like his girlfriend particularly, especially. I mean, I liked what she was doing for him. Uh, but she was too willing to take um, Victor as a... And you can figure that that probably wasn't a first. Um, I, but I, I liked David. Um, I did empathize with some of the things that, that they were talking about are pretty darn real. Well, um, yeah, the, that I agree. Um, so, well, uh, I think we've all agreed that we're disagreeing, or we've all agreed to disagree, or something. Um, I'll ask for last round of comments, and then I have a couple of suggestions for next time. Um, unless we had some on tap that I didn't write down. I've been very lax about writing things down as we have our discussion because I'm so interested in the discussion and in you guys that I don't write down, I don't take any notes. But um, anyway, last call for any comments on live flesh. Okay, I guess that answers that question. All right. I encountered two authors this month that I have never read before. And I liked both of them. And I would suggest them uh, as books to read. The first, as um, it's not the uh, first in the series. I think it's the last. I'm not sure. But it's it's... Well, you know me. I don't mind reading stuff out of out of uh, out of context, and I know some of you do. So, uh, but it's by a guy named Gary Disher, D-I-S-H-E-R, and Gary with two R's, and he's Australian, which makes this book interesting because it takes place in Melbourne, Australia. And it is a police procedural. And it's sort of your classic police procedural, but there's some really interesting things going on. And what I liked about this book was, of course, and you know, you know me, I liked the Australian flavor. I liked the fact that um, it was written by an Australian and you get all these casual references to things Australian that, um, you know, that, that, well, some of them I'd never heard of. I had to contact a friend of mine who lives in New Zealand and ask him, what on earth was Vegemite? Anyway, uh, this book is by Gary Disher, and it's called Blood Moon. And the second book is the first in the series. This is a brand new author. Her name is Julia Keller. And her book takes place in West Virginia. The main character is a prosecuting attorney. It's kind of a law book, but you don't get a lot of, of courtroom drama. Um, this is more of a... Uh, and it's not really a police procedural. I, I wouldn't call it that. It's, I mean, there is a relationship between the, the prosecutor and the, the head sheriff. 
This takes place in West Virginia, and what's interesting is that it is in modern-day West Virginia, which is, and she has a, a very good handle on the starkness and the, uh, the, the raw poverty of what's going on in West Virginia. And the reasons for why the people did what they did. Um, and uh, I just was fascinated by the whole thing. Um, so, um, those are two suggestions I have. Uh, does anybody else have any suggestions? Uh, do you have a title for that Julia Keller's book? Cause I don't think you ever said it, other than that it took place in West Virginia. Oh, sorry, Alan. Yes, A Killing in the Hills. The, uh, that sounds good to me, Anne, A Killing in the Hills. Sounds like something I might want to read. I think they both sound fabulous. I think that A Killing in the Hills sounds good to me, too. Me three. Me four. Yeah, I already know what Vegemite is, so I'd go for A Killing in the Hills, too. Okay, a killing in the hills it shall be, um, and just in case anybody wants to know and wants to read Gary Disher books, Vegemite is, um, well, what you might call a condiment. It's sort of like mayonnaise, um, and it's very popular in Australia, and according to my friend, you, you, you either like it or you don't. It's one of those things. I've never had it, so I don't know, but at least he explained what it was um, because, you know, it was mentioned in the book, and I had no idea what the heck this stuff was. So, A Killing in the Hills by Julia Keller, and I've got the DB number right here, is 77620. I believe that is correct, 77620. I don't know if it's on Bookshare, but it is on Bard, and um, that's what I know. Did you say the name of the other book was Blood Moon? She did, and A Killing in the Hills, that book number is right, 77620, 11 hours, 26 minutes, read by Kristen Allison, who I like, so, uh, okay. And do you happen to have the book number for the Australian one? Yes, I do. It's 77631, Blood Moon, by Gary, with two R's, Disher, spelled just like it sounds, D-I-S-H-E-R. Well, thank you. Um, I, I've got to take off, but I'll see you on the same date next month. Right, and that's the 23rd of March at 5 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time uh, because we're switching over on the 9th, I believe. Um, I'd have to check that, but I've, I'm pretty sure we're going to be in Daylight Time by March. So I'll see you all then.